Let's take a look at the board. And the categories are... Potent Potables. Joey, you like movies about gladiators. You're no messiah, you're a, you're a movie of the week. So you listen to me and you listen well. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Potent Pictures Podcast. Uh, so this week, we're as always, we're starting to do these new weekly uh, potables. So, uh, you know, if you're, you're looking to see what movie uh, movie review for this week, uh, that'll be the Cloverfield Paradox. That'll be in the next episode. But uh, for right now, we're just talking about our watching, drinking, and news. So uh, we'll start this off real quick this week. So, uh, Peter, why don't you start us off? What you watching and drinking? Oh, so many good movies, guys. Just just a, a plethora of, of high-talent Oscar films. I will start with, with the best of the bunch, which was... Actually, no, I won't start with the best of the bunch because we're all going to talk about this one. I'll start a different, with a different one, which is the one you guys reviewed, uh, Suburbicon, which is a, a wonderful starring vehicle for Matt Damon. He had a, a stellar 2017, as Matt talked about previously. Um, yeah, this movie was terrible. It... Uh, it I, I, I'm not really sure what George Clooney was thinking. I, I don't, I, I, I guess there was some interviews when this came out and you guys may have talked about this, but <clears throat> you know, he, he obviously is not a big fan of, of Trump and wanted to make somewhat of a political stand. So I, I think this, this was written by the Coen brothers and then rewritten by Clooney and then rewritten again after some of the, the political stuff that's been going on. So I have a feeling that's why it's such a huge mess, but I, I don't know, guys. You guys all saw this movie. Wait, wait, wait. This was supposed to be a political statement. So, so the the. I mean, there I'm, is a race thing in it. I mean, I mean, we the, talked about it, right? The, it was kind of like the grandstanding that racism's bad, but it's 2017. They're yeah, I mean, now. it's yeah. pretty. Yeah, that's why it's grandstanding. I, I, we're like, yeah, it was in the 50s. We know it was. They were shit. We were shitty. We yeah, were shitty people. I, I have a feeling that side plot was something that was maybe added later because it. I don't know about you guys, but it made. It made zero sense in terms of storytelling. Yeah, yeah. We talked I, about that, yeah. I think, to your point, Matt, it's kind of this grandstanding about racial, you know, bias and whatnot, but it doesn't, it just doesn't fit. And anyway, this, that movie is just all over the place. I think the, the only thing that was somewhat fun was watching uh, Oscar Isaac's role in that movie. I, I thoroughly enjoyed That's what I was going to say. That was, that was the one positive we talked about when Dave and I met up to... Yeah. And then we switched over to uh, talk about Stranger Things too because that, <laughs> that was much more was more fun so to talk bad. about. That's a that's a safe bet because that movie is just no no nice no nice. Um, so the other thing that I watched was uh, Flatliners. So this was a remake of the movie that starred uh, Kiefer Sutherland and a few other folks. I think uh, Julia Roberts was in this. I think yeah, Julia Roberts, uh, Kevin. Uh, uh, Six Degrees of Sep- Separation Bacon, oh, Kevin as Bacon. well as, I think Oliver Platt was in it, which I just love Oliver Platt. Gotta love it. So, so Peter, it was a re- was it a remake, or was it a spiritual sequel? Because I thought they were saying this was supposed to be like a sequel to the original one. So, uh, I never saw the original one, but it, from what I've heard, it's basically a remake, and Kiefer Sutherland is in the movie, but he doesn't have this, he's not the same character. Now, I guess there was a... Oh. Uh, at least, and maybe he was, but I guess there was a scene that they shot that connected the two movies, but they never, they cut it from the movie. So, so essentially you would, don't have to know the other one existed. Um, okay. But I, I will say what's interesting about this movie is probably the first, I don't know, 30 minutes. It's pretty good. And it's an interesting premise. The way that they, 
they shoot it and film it and the, just the context is is kind of fun to get going and then it it's one of those movies that looks like the writers just gave up the the actors gave up and the director just gave up about about 35 minutes in and everything just is ridiculous i mean the the plot just takes these really weird turns i'm not even kidding it literally feels like everybody just got sick of filming this movie and said fuck it and then just kind of went for it for these random you know decisions all over the place i mean that the writing is just bonkers at the end of the movie that the climax makes no sense so so i i was actually thoroughly entertained for the beginning and then it just completely went downhill so um so yeah, not not anything anyone should go out and rush to see. Okay, so no recommendations. No. It looked terrible from the from the previews, and you confirm my suspicions. Yeah, awesome. it looked terrible. Did terribly in theaters. So and all all well deserved. Um, so the the third thing I'll talk about real quick is I saw Phantom Thread, and and the my, the impetus for me seeing this was it got a lot of Oscar buzz. I heard a lot of good things, so I wanted to go out and check it out and. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is an amazing actor, so it's always fun to watch him kind of embody a role. And he completely does it in this movie, and it's it's thoroughly entertaining to get to see him play this character. And then you compare it to his previous roles in, you know, Gangs of New York or There Will Be Blood and just completely different people, which is amazing. So if anything, it's, it's a great showpiece for him and his talents. Uh, from a movie standpoint, it's, it's interesting. So there's... There's a weird twist that happens about, I don't know, maybe an hour into the movie that you're not fully expecting. And I don't know, it didn't really sit super well with me, but otherwise it was it was a, a decent movie. I, I would recommend folks see it at some point. Definitely worth a, a watch again, just if anything, for Daniel Day-Lewis. And, uh, you know, I think I was describing it to you guys before this but it's kind of one of it feels like an oscar Beatty film it just feels like something that is looking for awards so um so yeah i don't know if you guys had any interest in seeing this given everything else that's been out my my main motivation was the daniel day lewis aspect but now that you mentioned gangs in new york all i want to do is go watch gangs (laughs) i'm I'm kind of with you it was cut the same that was kind of like my same motivation to watch was it lincoln i think is yep was that the one he did yeah i saw i watched that I watched like 20 minutes of it, and I was like, I kind of just really want to go back and watch. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to go back and watch uh, Gangs in New York, just because it was it's a great movie, and that's yeah. and I love him in it, and that's why it's it's kind of hard to go watch. And actually, same thing with like There Will Be Blood. I don't think I've seen that twice. I so yeah. really same it was yeah. really good when I saw it, but like I'm not gonna. It's not a rewatchable movie. I, I've seen it two times, and yeah, it was one of those things where I, it wasn't because I chose to watch it. I think it was playing on HBO or something and I kind of had the free time to do it. So uh, the last thing that I'll say, I watch and I will leave it till the end of our time. Cause I think everybody's going to talk about this one. And I, I am super interested to throw in my opinion about this movie is uh, downsizing. And uh, you know, as Matt already said, uh, Matt Damon had a terrible 2017. So that tells you what we're going to say about that movie. So I'll leave it there <laughs> um, in terms of what I am drinking. I've talked about KBS before, which is the Kentucky Breakfast Stout by Founders, which is a fantastic beer. They do it once a year. One of those special releases, super hard to find, but if you can, it's great. Uh, I just did their their standard breakfast stout, and it is a delicious beer. It's something you can get almost all the time anywhere. Founders, I think, distributes almost everywhere now, which is fantastic. Uh, Super strong stout, and you cannot go wrong if you try this one. So definitely recommend that. But Sean, let's go to you. 
Thanks, Peter. I'm actually uh, pretty similar to you this week with you were talking about Kentucky bre- breakfast stout. I'm assuming it was aged in bourbon barrels. Is that one of the reasons why it was Kentucky? Bre- I can't remember exactly. Oh, yes, sir. It sure is. Well, perfect. Well, what I'm drinking this week is Robert Mondavi private, private selection Cabernet Sauvignon that is aged in bourbon barrels. So it's a interesting take. When I saw it at the liquor store, I was like, this could be either terrible or amazing. And sadly, it's kind of just in the middle. Like it's just, it's another, but I, I can barely, it doesn't taste like, uh, like it has any hint of bourbon. I think it's just grapes are too strong to absorb flavor like beer can. So it's one of the, so it's just kind of just tastes like another Cabernet to me. So it doesn't have any smokiness to it or anything No, like not that. at all. It's, that it, sucks. I was gonna, yeah. I was hoping to, I was hoping to hear that. Yeah. I, Cause oh, well. I, I was, I was, I asked the guy at the counter, he's like, Oh, have you, uh, I said, have you tried this? And he said, no, he's like, but he said the same thing. He's like, I'm kind of unsure because I'm not quite, he's like, I don't think that the, that it's going to pick up as much as people think. But I mean, maybe, maybe that they, when they first bottled it, it had that, I'm assuming there was a reason why they decided to do that. It wasn't, you know, if you release something after experimenting, I'm sure that they think it is going to sell well, which it'll probably on the front end sell pretty well. It'll sell a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. So you can kind of smell it a little bit, but not really taste it. Now, somebody somebody mentioned they're going to to Napa soon, right? That would be me. Is it? And like, I, I, if you a get a month chance, or two. All right, if you get a chance, definitely check out the Robert Mondavi uh, Winery. It's a, it's a nice uh, stop. Oh, it's you've been there. I will. Oh, it's sorry, not on I forgot I, you're from that I, area. I don't think we've actually put it together, but I will add it to because I think that's probably the only one when I looked at it, I was like familiar with. Okay. So, and I've I enjoy their their stuff so. Well, yeah, I mean, they he's, been there. They, they've kind of made a lot of it. They, they're across the board. They make uh, wine for every sort of every market. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's all I really have gotten into in terms of drinking. I know I got, uh, got to try some special Texas beers when I was down, uh, down in Dallas this past week. Um, a lot of different ones I can barely remember. There was some good stuff I had when I was down in Monroe, like uh, Flying Tiger <laughs> Brewery. Uh, I had never heard of some of these, but they're, you know, they're, I guess, unique to that region. So tried uh, some north louisiana beer some texas beers flying tiger was the one that stuck with me in uh monroe and then i had a nice ziggenbach with uh with the boys here on on friday which uh i guess that's like an average texas beer right guys but like so so it's a non texas texas beer because <laughs> the reason i say that is that budweiser actually owns them oh now they do okay and yeah so they used to i think they used to be like a uh, like their own private uh, brewery, and then Budweiser bought them out, and they've been distributed heavily. So I imagine you can find it. I mean, I can find it everywhere here, but um, that is my that was my go to when we would play trivia back in the day, Matt. I could drink about six or oh, seven yeah. of those, and like yeah, uh, what the Royal and Crown, yeah, we would, something like that, yeah, whatever they were crazy. We were trying to figure that out. Yeah. yeah, that was uh, that was dirty. So, nice. So yeah, so I got uh, introduced to those guys this week. So, so speaking of which, uh, Sean, you were saying uh, you drank a lot of Louisiana beers up north. Up north, any recommendations up there? Because I did for Christmas receive a state of Louisiana um, like wooden cutout with like I can put beer uh, beer beer caps inside of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, and I need some, I have one of those. I need to figure out something some northern Louisiana ones to put in there. So yeah, I'm I, curious. To I don't drive. know. I can't remember all of them. The Flying Tiger Blonde, the one that I was one that stood out to me. That was pretty good. Yep. Um, there's an, there's another brewery. I, I think it was, um, should I'll have to go back and look it up and find and get back to you. But 
the Flying Tiger was the one that stood stood out to me because it's it was had like a cool logo which <laughs> on the tap, which is really what led me to it. Um, it's a Flying Tiger. Apparently, Monroe was heavy. They made the a lot of airplanes in World War II, so Flying Tiger mm-hmm. was like a, a interesting. It basically has like a, the the they I think they were Warhawks the planes the P forty two maybe. Uh, they were made in Monroe, so that's um, what they're named after. So it's pretty good beer, though. So I'll have to cool. send you some recommendations, and you'll let me know and talk about it maybe in a couple of weeks. Um, in terms of what I'm watching, though, being on a couple of flights this week, I uh, I watched, obviously, the movie we're going to talk about here, The Clover- Cloverfield Paradox. But I also was able to catch When We First Met, which was another one of the Netflix Netflix releases uh, with uh, Adam Devine, who I'm a big fan of ever since I saw him do stand-up six years ago in L.A. before he kind of was huge from, uh, uh, shit, what's the Workaholics. Central? Workaholics, yeah. Workaholics. Had a brain yeah. fart. Ever since before he was on Workaholics, really. And then I, I mean, also... Let, let's give credit to Pitch Perfect, guys. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Or, was that before? Uh, and, was that before? And, no, I'm pretty sure it was after. I, just, uh, I was going to say Mike and Dave shit. need wedding dates. <laughs> It's a phenomenally terrible movie. Yeah. I mean, that was like last year, so yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, so bad. No, but so he, uh, but he's he was pretty funny in that movie. And then we all talk about this all the time. But Alexandra Tredario is also Woo! in that movie, so pay in full for that every day. And it was a, you know, it was an average movie. Good had, had a couple things that made me laugh out loud on the plane, but for the most part, it's just a good, you know, it's just a normal your everyday romantic comedy. Nothing that's going to really stick out to you it kind of reminded me of big a little bit but he just he instead of using the zoltan machine uh he uses a photo booth to go back in time zoltan so um zoltar what is it uh, zoltar zoltan was from uh dude hey, with my car uh, dude with my car yeah zoltan. um but uh yeah so that that was an okay movie and then uh, episodes is a show that's uh starring matt damon and i think it's a british series Let, let's let's, let's it's matt, uh, no not matt damon sorry all this yeah. talk about matt damon has got my my mind messed up here it's matt leblanc from friends you know joey it's uh it's a pretty good show it's got me laughing pretty well i'm in the second season now i kind of binge watched the first season and burned through that in week it's seven episodes though so it's not like it's a ton of episodes and they're each about a half hour long so that is uh, what I got into. And then we also watched Downsizing here today, which uh, we'll talk about a little bit further after we get through Dave. But uh, Matt, what are you watching and drinking this week? Uh, so a couple shows and a, and, a, and a few movies here. First, I just want to give credit to Sean for uh, Crashing. It's a show he's talked about a few times now. And uh, basically, he was down here uh, for work. We, As you mentioned, we got to catch a star, Stars game uh, and drink some Ziggenbach. But uh, he also got me to kind of sat me down and got me to check out crashing with uh pete holmes of uh, college humor fame as well as a few as a few other uh kind of attempts at uh you know network or broadcast television series i think this is the this is good crashing's definitely good i'm only a few episodes in but it's a damn good time the 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 kind of stand-up kind of background uh kind of reminds you of a few other you know kind of like i'm trying to think of funny people and the big sick yeah thank you peter and so it's fun, you know, it's, it's, it's got some, some downer parts, but lots of good fun and um, good jokes. And so far Artie Lang and TJ Miller, and you're going to just get a lot of, see a lot of uh, familiar faces on the, on the show. So it's a fun time. So definitely on HBO, if you get a chance to check out crashing, I'm going to back up Sean here and say, that's a good call. 
Um, I also started checking out Vikings. Somebody recommended this to me, and I remember watching the pilot when it first aired, and then for whatever reason, it just kind of fell off. But uh, got got motivated to check it out again, and it we've got another year for Game of Thrones until Game of Thrones. So if you if you need to fill that time, I would definitely recommend giving Vikings a, a shot. It's a it's a pretty entertaining show and kind of has that similar throne game mentality and uh, it'll probably have a decent uh, decent time what's the uh is the production quality on that pretty good i mean is it does it actually it's, feel i mean there's no realistic? there's no dra- there's no dragons so um it's a, <laughs> Damn it. they can say they can save some money there uh but yeah i think i think they do find that the special effects um are, are par for what you'd expect for that 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 type of show nowadays and so you i think you're in good shape lots of you know huts and things like that every now and then you get a boat uh, out on the open water that may or may not look great, um, but overall, I think it's been fine. The fights are, and scenes are pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good. So, having a good what, time what, with that one. Which is that a show? That's show FX, time or right? no, no? I, it, I thought. Well, not, I mean, now we're just now we're just naming now. We're oh, History Channel, right? Yeah, thank you, History. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. History okay. Channel. I've I've heard really good things about it, so glad to hear that. Same here. It's true. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty happy. I got just like as I was giving Sean credit for forcing me to watch Crashing. Um, Right on. I'm I'm pretty happy with getting convinced to check out Vikings again. And just again, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, which I know Sean's not, so I'm not going to get him to watch Vikings. But for the rest of you, one day you wanna you wanna fill that time until the the final season. Check out Vikings. I think I think you'll have a good time. Uh, On to a few movies. Uh, obviously, Groundhog's Day has passed since our last episode, and I can't I can't go a oh, year wow. without watching Groundhog's Day for Groundhog's Day. So obviously. <laughs> uh had a good time there never gets old andy mcdowell i think i fell in love with her when i was a kid when i saw that for the first time and um, is it multiplicity too or is it just that <laughs> oh it was, uh, it was multiplicity flick. too because i i can't uh i can't the pizza from the, <laughs> oh I, god I that's love one it. of the best uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. uh, uh great so, movie uh, oh you make me want to watch multiplicity thank you sean um, uh like the sneaky good movie from uh uh what's his name again uh we, oh shit american assassin we just talked about uh oh michael, michael keaton. keaton sorry michael keaton sorry, sorry, I, I thought you were, i thought you were trying to i was like i have no idea who the I, director is so i didn't know yeah who i was, was gonna say yeah, I michael know. Uh, but yeah great yeah great movie yeah. Well, uh, sorry <laughs> no no don't, don't apologize it's a fantastic movie and i'm absolutely <laughs> gonna put that on my list of things to watch here hey, totally Steve. worth hey, the Steve. interruption <laughs> yeah uh, uh so yeah. that's that's just a fun time that definitely helped uh you know just real fast on multiplicity one of my favorite parts of that whole movie is that very end credit like when the end credits are rolling and they show the the fourth or the third uh clone and he's like on his bike delivering pizza at the end is that the one you were talking about where he throws it and it's just in the fan i, I don't remember the, i just remember the, i think it's the, it's the same guy because he's obsessed with pizza the way he just yeah. says like you know, want, want some pizza or something he yeah, just says he something like, like cause the whole yeah, exactly that's yeah, that's, that's yeah good times i don't know if it's on netflix or amazon prime i hope it is because anybody that hasn't seen it or it's been 20 years like like me uh, i would i would check it out um but in terms of uh movies i was doing some work around the house and threw on uh, billy madison and dirty work because i i wanted to uh have some you know billy madison because it's just a good time and then it reminded me i hadn't seen a norm mcdonald joint in a while and uh dirty work is just a it's just i I, I think it. I think it's still a damn funny time. Um, you were just excited wait. about uh, Artie Lang and Crashing. Lang. That you wanted no, to go actually, see, coincidentally uh, enough, I watched that before I watched Crashing. So that's yeah, just, I remember you that, mentioned that the other day. I forgot. I actually forgot about that. You, you were talking about that when we were watching Crashing. Yeah. 
So uh, my favorite, th- I, I, it killed me when I was a kid and I saw it for the first time, but they were doing the, you know, I just, you know, mooning was a thing and uh, <laughs> they're, they're mooning the movie line and Norm MacDonald just stops the car and it's just funny <laughs> as shit. Uh, so definitely recommend those two. The the one I want to talk to, uh, you know, not 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 excessively, but I finally caught Five Hundred Days of Summer, um, with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Zoe Deschanel. Uh, first time, right? First time, yeah. Oh, first time, nice. It it was good. It lived up. You know, it, I think when it came out, for whatever reason, I never got a chance to see it. I can't believe it's been like eight or nine years now uh, for it. But uh, I would recommend it if you haven't seen it for sure it's not your typical rom-com and the film style and the kind of methods that were used to tell the story were just very very enjoyable so uh, i appreciate you guys for pushing me to watch that and my brother was kind of the final like nudge to go check it out he was like i would mention that you guys were were talking about it the other day and he's like how have you not seen that so (laughs) i agree with this like i i I don't remember when the last like the first time i saw it it had to be on like I know I didn't see it when it came out in theaters. It was it must have been like on HBO. I think it was right. Or something a, I like saw that. it right after it came out. in yeah. theaters. but it, yeah. So. I mean, it's it's if you look at it now, it's just funny because I mean, Zoe Deschanel obviously obviously has had her career. It's blossomed with New Girl, and we have uh, uh, yeah, everybody's favorite uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who's kind of I don't know, has he been in anything lately? Like I feel like he's been kind of. He's, he's been busy, but I, I don't think he's had anything big lately. I yeah, think I it was all like, so. yeah, it was kind of like smaller smaller projects and stuff. But yeah. the big thing is actually his two friends. Did you recognize those two guys? Well, the one uh, guy Matt, is... Uh, well, the one guy's been in like Criminal Minds for a decade yeah. or something. And, and then, the other course, one the is... The other one that's married to Christina Hendricks, because I just watched uh, <laughs> oh, Super yeah. Troopers. So. Yeah, I was just going to say the It was nice to see those two. The schnozberries taste like Yeah, exactly. That always cracks me up that he's married. That poor guy, that's all he's ever going to be remembered for. Oh, till the end I wonder if he's going to be in... He'll probably be in the new Super Troopers, too. They'll probably bring back everybody. I got to imagine they got I still have not seen the trailer for that, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. See, there you go, so, Dave. Look at that. Turn the I think we all well, I don't want it. I don't want to have any. Yeah. I don't want. I know we talked about it, and people keep bringing it up to me. And I'm like, I'm just. I'm gonna avoid it. Going clean. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be tough. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So so I had a much better viewing experience than uh, uh, sorry than Peter did. So um, I'm gonna you know <laughs> be thankful Son for that. <laughs> uh, but in terms of what I'm drinking, since Sean was down here, he always likes drinking those local beers. Uh, it reminded me I need to take advantage of my my local beers, and I really love going to Rar and Sons. It's a local brewery. They have some nice tasting events a couple times a week, uh, and one that I hadn't had in probably since the last time I went to go do one of their their tasting events was their uh, their black uh, their black lager, which is the Ugly Pug, uh, based here in Fort Worth. So. Uh, Raw and Sons Ugly Pug. Um, I'm not always the biggest fan of of, of kind of the darker beers, but the, this black lager was a was a good taste. So if you're ever down in Fort Worth and you have it, I don't think you'll have. Um, I don't think you'll have. They're not distributed too widely, so you pretty much have to be in the DFW Metroplex area. But if you make it down here, it's worth a it's a, worth a I, try. I think we get it every. So oh, often do, do, down there, good. I no, I'm think glad. so. I'm just I'm drawing a blank. I'm pretty sure we do, but I mean more than likely. But yeah. David, yeah. but I mean you're not going to see it outside of Texas, yeah. I would imagine. I forgot to mention this, David. You were talking about Black Lager, Matt. Sorry, but uh, I had a beer up when I was in Cleveland last weekend, Dave. It is a it was Turbo Dog, but it was a horchado Turbo Dog. Have you ever seen that one, Dave? Horchado. It was uh, so for you guys, Matt and Peter. Abita makes Turbo Dog, which is like a their dark. I think it's a it's a Black Lager. Dave, I, I don't. Think, I've never. Yeah, I've never been the biggest fan of it. It's, it's a. Um, I didn't think it was a. 
It's, just, it's, it's always been like a darker was, beer. I thought, I thought it was a stout for some reason, but I could be. I could be. It's, it's not a wrong. stout. Yeah. It's. Um, but yeah, it has a. Uh, but I had one that had horchata. Have you guys ever had any beer with horchata in it? Indeed. Yep. I yeah. didn't know that was a thing that could be in beer. So now. So it's a it's a dark brown ale. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. So it was just it was interesting because um, I had one beer. It was a holiday beer a couple of years ago. It was like a cinnamon horchata. Uh, I think it was made by um, blue. It was a Blue Moon, one of their flavor packs, and ended up trying this at that. It definitely it was twenty dollars for a bomber at this restaurant. And I said, "Fuck it, I'll never get this anywhere else." So I gave it a shot. Definitely not worth twenty dollars, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it tasted like just cinnamon turbo dog, which David, you know the old line, "Turbo dog puts hair in your chest." So, well, was, no, <laughs> I, I will. I will not say turbo dog. I'll say um, crap. That's that was the one that's eleven percent. No, that was um, the old commercial that they used to have. There was a really? guy who used to come in and like it was one of their first TV commercials, and he'd be like, "Yeah, turbo dog puts hair on your chest." <laughs> And it's just like a drunk guy that they filmed in a bar that just happened to just had a turbo. I dog. have no recollection of this. I'm gonna have oh, to look this up. Yeah, it's, but that's I always joke. It's uh, it's probably like definitely like diesel fuel drinking uh, turbo dog, but um, definitely uh, sorry to interrupt your uh, black lager. But I, that's I just mentioned that's another beer I had lately that I thought Dave might uh, might have seen or you guys might have seen down there in Texas. See, I would have assumed Andy Gator was the one that um, put your put a little bit. That's like a nine and a half percent beer. <laughs> that'll put you on your ass that's what it is <laughs> yeah, it does always always ran into the experience where people would buy a pint a picture of it when we go to some of the bars oh my and 21st I'm like, birthday why, yeah why would you pictures. why would you buy this and it'd be a girl who would buy it. she's like oh i want one but i'll i'll, I'll order the picture because it was like cheaper to get the picture and she's like you're gonna drink off of it i'm like no i don't want any of this because <laughs> i'm gonna be hammered and then of course she would have one beer and then the picture would be sitting there and it's just like Ah, crap. And then, of course, we'd drink it, and then we'd all be shit-faced. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much how it on goes. On a day when you weren't planning <laughs> on it. So, God. But if it's you a casual that Tuesday, with, Wednesday night. Yeah, but if you mix that with some of the other good ones, like uh, some Purple Haze or something else, you get you get a good you get a good little beer. So, Oh, just real fast, I think the uh, Strawberry Indigator that they come out with every uh, spring is probably one of the best beers that's ever uh, been made by they're a mix- Wait, they're mixing it now? They have like a well, they have an Andigator that has a strawberry flavor to it. Um, they, I had it last year. I found it one, one of these stores in Cincinnati had one, and I I bought it, and I went back the next day and bought three more. Oh shit! And I, bought, I so cleaned them out. Yeah, it's called a straw gator. Interesting. So, yeah. which is crazy because that was actually one of the ones we would just mix the two. We would we would actually mix the Andigator and, and the strawberry and the purple and the purple haze and the um, Andigator. You get the purple gator or the just the strawberry in time. Gator. Crawfish that's crazy. season down in Texas that's, and Louisiana. That's so awesome. Good to know. All right, Matt. Sorry. No, Sorry. I mean, that, that's the beer, beer, beer talk's always good. Talk, I, I need. I have a list beer. of probably like thirty beers from you and Sean that I need to try that I'll forget about and just drink a Miller Light. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you get a Michelob Ultra down there. Beer yeah, season. Yeah. Always, always <laughs> a good choice. What ninety carbs or something like that. 60 i think it's 68 no, it's a lot of carbs <laughs> they like are. i'm they not are. gonna lie chris pratt almost convinced me to drink michelob and then i remembered it's michelob but i did no, like those solid, it's, it's a Super great Super beer Super beach beer beach, beach yeah beer. i love the beer, beer there we go beach for the beer there we go. damn it beer for the beach there we go so so 
on Chris Pratt, I, I've, of course, you know, and I, I'm, I'm a, a lazy guy, so I always have something on the TV in the background. And one of those that I didn't talk about was Parks and Rec. I was kind of just looking for something, you know, novel to have on in the background that I don't need to pay attention to. And it literally went from the, you know, chubby Chris Pratt that we all know and love. And then I, this just earlier today came on to the next episode where, you know, he's gone for a little while and he's getting into his Guardians of the Galaxy weight. So it was a, it's fun to see that transition when he kind of cut out those beers and started getting us to drink Miller Lite. I'm sorry, Michelob Ultra. Um, so well done, Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what about, what about you, Dave? What have you been watching and drinking? So um, I'll get to we'll get to the downsizing portion. I, I think I was the last one to finally see it, so, or second to last one to finally see it. So we'll get to that in the end. But uh Overall, like it's pretty typical what I've been doing. So uh, obviously, I'm still watching DS9 when I gotta get a few minutes here and there. So I catch a couple episodes as my my little go to binging thing. Uh, but um, I watched two movies that uh, actually my girlfriend had not seen. So first one up was Inglorious Bastards. She for some reason she had never seen this, and it blew my damn mind. I'm like, even with the way Christoph Waltz had like he had all that like. Um, all that buzz because of the Academy Awards and everything like that, that it was like the first movie that actually there was a um, uh, a Tarantino movie where they won an Academy Award. And it was just one of those things. I mean, he was everywhere after that. So I was really surprised she'd never seen it. She loved it. I was I was kind of impressed by that. That was like a Saturday morning kind of film because I kind of put it on randomly. She's like, I've never seen this before. I'm like, we're not leaving until you finish this. So that was good. Um the other thing she had not seen actually was 500 Days of Summer from uh, from what she told me. So Hey, so I wasn't the only one. Correct. All right. So, go team. So um, always enjoy that movie. Great one. So I think we had talked about it. The reason it popped up, I think, Matt, were you talking about it like last week or something like that? You hadn't seen it or something and I you were think, planning to watch it? I think one of you guys, I think one of you guys mentioned it, like brought okay. it up in reference and that motivated me to. Yeah, I, I had happened it. to see it on HBO. That's what, that's okay. how it all started. That I started, was what, okay. I, started on, I, I saw it on HBO and then got caught watching it. Matt yeah. had mentioned he never saw it. So, okay. You got caught watching it? No, like, I mean, I caught myself <laughs> watching it. Like, it was on TV and I decided to just were you keep watching. No, I, ne- I never get embarrassed never for watching embarrassed. good movies. I only get embarrassed yeah. when I like start watching shit that, like uh, Aladdin <laughs> or something on Disney Channel. There's or nothing a- wrong with or, uh, Freeform no, is should, when it comes on. Uh, I should never be af- afraid of that one. Uh, so yeah, so you know, I was you know like Matt was saying, I you know it's always a good movie to go back and watch. Uh, interesting way it's filmed. I actually never realized that the girl at the end, her name was Autumn. So then it became 500, or then it, the next movie oh, would yeah. have been 500 Days of All. And I, I thought that was, I was like, huh, oh shit. All right, yeah, we'll do that. that. that would have been I, I thought that they... was a nice little, I, I thought that would have been a, a sequel, would have been great. Because uh, I forgot who she was. Um, I can't think of who the next girl was. Was it yeah, uh, was it Olivia Munn? For some, uh, for some no, reason that's what no, in my head. No. I can't it, remember either. I can't think of, um, I can't think of who it was offhand, but. Regardless, oh, well. no worries. It was she's she was kind of like in some smaller stuff. She wasn't anything really big. Um, I, I conf- actually confused her with another uh, actress. So um, I thought it was she was actually the one from uh, Let's Get Let's Be Cops, who the main actress was in that. Sean, I can't think of what her name is offhand, but she looked exactly like her. So that's why which, I couldn't. Which one is this? Sorry. Um, in Five Hundred Days of Summer, who was the who was Autumn at the end? That was uh, Minka Kelly. The, Minka uh, Kelly, thank you. She possibly was she, the most yeah. attractive person on earth. Uh, almost, fa- almost a human is a great show that I want to recommend. She's on. Uh, she's on Derek Friday Night, Friday Night Lights. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Which I thought yep. I thought Friday like she was Lights. famous for being 
I thought she was famous for dating Jeter. Yeah, she's, she's on Jeter's roster of women. <laughs> she, she, she dated Jeter? God damn. Oh, Jeter. yeah, that was the, that was the whole, like, that roster, they had a though, good so. run. The only, the only redeeming quality of Jeter is the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, phenomenal film as well, obviously. Oh, absolutely. Um, so the other thing I actually did watch, which I probably should have watched this in college, but I never did. But uh, So Planet Earth, apparently they put out another season, and it's Planet Earth 2. It's been on Netflix. And for that show alone, I really want to go buy a 4K TV. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, you should. It it's was, beautiful. It beautiful. was awesome on my older TV. And I was like, holy shit, I can only imagine what this would be like in even even more and even sharper. We watched so, we watched the first episode 2 or 3 weeks ago and I just like you you can't be anything but awestruck with the yeah. just the visuals and just in general it's super fun and cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. They've got some great it's got a great soundtrack to it. It uh, and and Netflix I think also picked up the first season so as of like a month ago they have season 1 and season 2 of Planet Earth awesome. as far as I know and awesome. I I think they're both David Attenborough. I remember being disappointed when I got the uh uh the first season. Nothing against Sigourney Weaver, you know, big fan obviously, but they you know, they for whatever reason David Attenborough's British English is not adequate for US audiences. So we got Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. We're too dumb. Um yeah, we're too dumb to understand David Attenborough. Um so in both cases, I think Netflix picked up the the official kind of BBC version. So good call, good call. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, oh, and definitely get a 4K TV to enjoy. Yeah, that's probably going to be my end of year purchase. We'll see. Um, the other thing I did watch again was uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I did catch that this Ragnarok. morning. Phenomenal. It still, I mean, yeah, it 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 really does hold up. I mean, it's still funny, still enjoyable. Can't even say anything better uh, about it. So. Go see it if you have another. If you still haven't seen it, go out and see it. Like, go it's bloom, just, come back. Yeah, full, seriously, in like, full swing. I mean, it was. <laughs> I still laugh out loud when I, during his scenes because it's just he's so ridiculous. So what, what's shocking is how much his scenes. Not, not that I guess it's not shocking, but his scenes are the ones that very much are still like on point. Like yeah. you're like, yeah. I know this is happening, and I'm still gonna laugh. But when his come up, you're like, I know this is happening. <laughs> Fuck, it's funny as hell. That's crazy. <laughs> I I just like that he's completely embraced that perf- persona. Like yeah. even his Super Bowl yeah. commercial, it's like the exact same character or person in every single thing. He just plays himself. He's a crazy he just, person. And it's funny is that you, he just he's smiling through everything because he. It's he is well aware of what he's doing, and he's got this like I know this is stupid as hell, and this is funny, but y'all love this shit, so I'm just gonna keep doing it. Basically, <laughs> it's like I don't care. He's like I know my career is pretty much screwed at this point, but it don't matter. This he's is probably funny. he's probably secretly a rogue scholar. He goes home and writes books in Latin, but you know, on TV, he's just a, a, an insane person. I, I kind of want to have a beer with him just one time, just to see see what happens. Maybe one day we'll get him on the show. He's ah. probably a white wine guy. He probably drinks a nice glass of Chardonnay. I'd have to go back and watch. Uh, what was it? Nine months when he was when he was oh, the stuck up version. That's a, just that's to, a good one. Just to see he where was, he was. was in nine months. I don't even remember. Oh that. yeah, he's he's oh, he like uh, Hugh Grant's character. best friend. He was, he was in completely uh, against the, completely against marriage. He was in Holy the Man? Switch too. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Holy Man. Nah, not Holy Man. That Wait, the, what, the one what with movie? Jason Bateman and uh, Jennifer Aniston. The I remember Switch. that movie. I don't remember being. Yeah, I don't remember him being in that either. He's uh, Jason Bateman's, I think he his boss, either his boss or somebody he works with and kind of plays like his confidant. 
he does not play the Jeff Gold Goldblum we all know and love. He he kind of plays a a normal guy, so huh. but he's still fun. Yeah, fair enough. And then uh, the last one we we can do it was downsizing that I did actually catch as well. Um, I know we've all been waiting to uh, to talk about this, so uh, let's destroy this movie. Let's so just bad. destroy it. I will say. There was only one redeeming factor that y'all all hated about the movie, but I thought it was the funniest thing in the world, and it was the uh, the second main character. Uh, what's her name? Twang, Wong. I don't know the Vietnamese woman that was shrunk at uh, on her spot. I, as much as y'all gave, just to talk shit about her. Her uh, basically, she was Sean. How did you put it? I said she sounded like a redneck, like Asian. Like that was like she, she was picked like up she... out of the middle of Alabama and yeah, just, like, and asked to do a said, Vietnamese, hey, can you do like a Vietnamese Asian accent. accent? Like it I just, thought, it I was thought bad. she was the best part of the entire film. And I, I mean, that that's also me. Terrible. And I again, I have that problem where I pick up on things and can't get past them when it comes to language. So, oh, it was um, terrible. That was the big was, one for me in on this one. It was definitely terrible, but uh, it was it was there. So, it, it was that was probably the best part. I was disappointed film. just because Alexander Payne, like he's been a great director, and I've liked most. You know, probably. I've liked more of the movies that he's directed than I've not liked the movies he's directed. Um, one of which, if Election is one of my favorites um, from back in late 90s that a lot of guys uh, like Reese Witherspoon. Um, She's a girl. Chris, yeah. yeah, but I meant like a lot of... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people who I like are... She may Matthew Broderick. Be, Matthew Broderick is funny in that movie. Yeah. Uh, and then um, uh, what's the... Uh, are you thinking Chris Sideways Klein? or Nebraska? No, I'm thinking Chris... I think Chris Klein from uh, uh, oh, just from the election, the American yeah. Pie. He's yeah. also an American Pie. Um, but no, Sideways, Cedar Rapids. I think he he was. I don't know if he directed that, but he produced it. Uh, and then Nebraska got a lot of. I never did see Nebraska, but I know he I, got. I you should, you should go see it. It's good. Okay. Yeah. And then um, uh, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Oh, About Schmidt. That's a great movie. If you haven't ever seen oh, that, he, I didn't know he did About Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah, Tons. he's that's a great movie with uh, Jack Nicholson. So. Check that out. Um, but yeah, I was very disappointed. At Matt Damon, to harp on what we've been talking about earlier, or what you guys have already mentioned, but 2017 was not his year. Man, like he, I don't know how they all these movies did at the box office, but from a performance perspective, I mean, we've seen Suburbia and we've seen now Downsizing. But So I, Suburbia is a sitcom on ABC from <laughs> Suburbicon, <years> Suburbicon, yes, but, uh, Suburbia is. <laughs> but Suburbicon, no, like that Suburbicon and Downsizing both were underwhelming from matt damon's perspective great wall i mean not i didn't hear not great to, things matt not not just from matt damon's perspective but from like a college directorial film perspective it was bad yes oh it's it just yeah uh, <laughs> i i think i told you guys if if i could go back and change my worst movie of the year it would be this movie there's no this movie is just so bad there's just, there, there's nothing redeeming in it I, I thought like it, it felt like it was building up to like some type of you know uh, uh, like some not, not a redeeming factor but like something that would have like made like some type of you know thought process that like came yeah. out of my head something for me to feel something zero I was pissed off I even that thought I Chris I, I even thought Christoph Waltz was bad in this movie um, just I because he had an opportunity to be good exactly, I was just well, I mean, say... most, most things that he's been in though can can we agree that he usually is a you know, even in a bad, I've seen him in some movies where questionable if the movie's like great or, or just good. But I mean, he usually is the standout. And I thought he was definitely not the standout. Like, no. 
No, I'd say even expect. I'd say even by the time that he showed up in this movie, I was like, why is he in this movie? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's astonishing enough that Matt Damon is is in this movie, let alone this movie's being made. But by the time he showed up, I was just like, there's there's no there's no reason for this. This makes yeah. enough sense. Like yeah, this, the, the casting, yeah. like in and of itself, is just there's a lot of questionable use of yeah. characters. I mean, if you would have had a movie that has Kristen Wiig, Matt Damon, Christoph Waltz, Jason Sudeikis, you would have been able to find something the f- that, half those that characters would have been good about this. were gone by the first 30 minutes of the film. Yeah. They yep. were never back in it. And that was the thing. It was just like, what the shit? They just, uh, for me, there's, they didn't understand what the hell, what tone they wanted for this movie. Like the trailers yeah. paint, the first trailer painted as a comedy. And then the yep. second trailer kind of alluded to the fact that maybe not. And then you watch the movie and to your point, Dave, you keep waiting for something to happen to tie it all together. And it never does because it's, they set up jokes and then the jokes never lie, land or they just give up on the joke. And then throughout the movie, you're not sure if you're supposed to be really sorry for what's going on or yep. if it's yeah. supposed to be some sort of a, you know, uh, you know, it's, uh, they're trying to, to, I can't, words escape me just like they did in this damn movie. It was, it's just so bad. It's so bad. Uh, I will say great cameo though in this movie that I was big fan of. And we've talked about this. Actually, we talked about this this week, Matt, because uh, you were talking about the don't trust the bee in apartment 23, but James Vanderbeek's cameo. Oh yeah. Was, yeah I, did I laughed out that. loud. I laughed out loud for that part. So I had to, yeah. I had to, I had to take a second glimpse at it because it looked like did he? It looked like he lost a shitload of weight for some reason. He looked like emaciated for some reason in that. It didn't, it didn't start, strike me that he was the first one. Um, but this, they had potential for this. I think if they would have stuck with a comedy, I think this would have been, it would have been decent. If they would have just stuck it with a comedy and had some weird, you know, issue I that mean, popped up because being small. They they lied to you about like something, and I think it would have been a better movie, a completely better movie. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right, and obviously they were setting out to make a different movie than the initial trailer that Peter referenced, um, kind of painted for us. But that movie would have been interesting to see. It would have been I agree, yep. stupid, and would have had no you know no exactly no metaphysical value. But this movie ended up not having any sort of philosophical value either. So. Well, um, well, and the and yeah. the downsizing ends up being completely irrelevant to the entire yep. movie because because yes. I mean you could have played with a fun premise around and I thought they might have which is you've got this entire society that's small and they start at the beginning of saying you know people look down on people that downsize and I thought maybe they'd go attack the downsized colony or there'd be something around those dynamics they just complete you completely forget they're even downsized it doesn't even matter uh, some well, of they, they don't even use the jokes from the trailer. Uh, they don't about yeah. it yeah so th- there's there's none of the kind of novelty aspects of being downsized present in the film <laughs> that you would have expect so yeah. go 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 watch honey i shrunk the kids if you want right. to <laughs> seriously 10 times better yes. 10 times better actually probably more than that Classic. But yeah you know if rick so, moranis would have been in this movie it would have made it about four to- four so thousand when you times when, when when sean was bringing up cameos i was actually <laughs> like, I, don't remember, I, I was like i don't remember rick moranis in this <laughs> i think he's still retired and then i wish yeah. He yeah. is sadly. Yeah. He did put out a. He does put out music though. Interestingly enough. I mean, I'm glad he's still doing things. That doesn't make me want to go find it, but I'm glad and, he's still doing things. But it, he's keeping busy. He's keeping busy. That's so, what's important. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. So, no, I mean, he he retired because his wife died. So it's kind of like a. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I respect. I respect. But that, he yeah. was. But he literally did nothing for like ten years. He was just raising his kids, and he he they had they had tried to prod him to get back into do um 
into acting and stuff, and I think he still turned it down. But he started making music uh, to kind of yeah. keep his, you know, keep his time and kind of keep that creativity so moving. So that's always good. I was, I, I had read that, and I was kind of curious to go maybe go listen to it a little bit. See, yeah, I think still of, haven't of found most, it out yet. Yeah, I think of most recent push was the Ghostbusters reboot. Everybody else came back. Yeah, they were trying to get him. They were trying to get him, and he still was kind of all. So if Mel Brooks, that. if if Mel Brooks went and asked him to reprise his role as Dark Helmet, you think he would do it? Oh, I hope so. That would be the best. His I, kids I were like so, twenty I, by I now. Hope, only because I hope that that means the script is phenomenal. Oh, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, be that hard agreed. to mock the last two. So no, it would. Okay. It would see. It would have to do like a. It would have to be like a twenty-two Jump Street type type script where it would just be a complete Jonah mockery. Hill and Channing Tatum got it. I just, I just would hate to see it. The other sad part about that would be that John Candy wouldn't be there. So John Candy's one of the. You know, yeah, that's of, true. Every time I see a movie that he's in, I'm just like, damn, that was another one that just, you know, wish there, wish there was more. But anyway, no, they just pull a, a Leia and a Grand Moff Tarkin and they digitally put him in the movie. Oh uh, no, just stop. <laughs> just, can't, just say he was, wait. just say he was eaten by Pizza the Hut or something Epis- like that. Episode <laughs> nine coming twenty. We'll get a good throw out and just call it a day. I like that. So. I like that, Dave. Always got to have Pizza the Hut. Oh, if you don't bring Pizza the Hut back, I, I, I actually tried um, finding a Pizza the Hut costume for Halloween, <laughs> and unfortunately, they are very difficult to find. And people have tried to make them, and the and they're terrible. They are phenomenally terrible. So that was a that was a little bit of a time wasted right there. So I think that might have been my favorite joke when I was a kid when I first saw that movie. The he he ate himself to death. I I I would say that like to my family members all the time, and I'm pretty sure they hated me. But it was my was, favorite joke. He was of locked all time. in his own. He, he was locked, <laughs> he was in, locked his in his own, own limousine, limousine and ate himself to death. death. <laughs> Beautiful, phenomenal. That, that, awesome. See the the old the classic Mel Brooks movies are still like you can watch them to this day. Like if if there's yeah. anything, if I had to recommend, like if I got stuck on a desert aisle or something like that, that he at least Spaceballs, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Blazing Saddles. Uh, Blazing Saddles, and then I'm trying to think of another one that History of the I World might, Part uh, One is young, pretty good. Young so Frankenstein's a good time I'm, too. I'm yeah. going back and forth on History of the World Part One. It's still got some great ones, but I don't oh, know do if I'd bring it on. Part my, two. Actually, Part Two was pref- my preferred one. Actually, Part Three was my favorite. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, I guess in, that's really all I ended up watching this week. And uh, in terms of drinking, um, so right before we started this, I actually uh, had a little uh, Eighth Wonder. It was a uh, rocket fuel. Uh, it's a Vietnamese coffee porter. I'm pretty sure somebody left that here at some point because I usually don't buy that, and I'm not really positive who did. So it's probably been sitting in my refrigerator for quite a while, and uh, I was hesitant to drink it because I'm usually not too keen on porters just for like a regular beer to drink. And actually, I'm actually really disappointed that I did not drink this earlier because it was uh, phenomenal. So it was a nice little afternoon beer. Um, so if you get a chance, Eighth Wonder is a Houston brewery. Uh, so definitely go check it out. Uh, great, um, great brewery just to go hang out and drink at. Uh, if you get a shot down here, so maybe next time y'all come to Houston, we'll go over there and drink for a little while. And uh, in terms of what I'm actually drinking right now, uh, this is Eleven Below Brewing. It's the Aso Bueno Amber. Are y'all able to get this? Is that a? Is that up at all north? I don't really know never where this brewery it. actually I don't know is. I've seen it. Yeah, I can't oh, get that. Never mind. This is actually a Houston brewery. So I apologize. No, I've I've had this at bars <laughs> here and there. I can pick up the can and look at it. That's awesome. I had to, man. I was just like, what the shit? Where is it? It says proudly brewed in Houston. I'm like, eh, I'm an asshole. Um, but like, I've got I've ordered this at multiple bars I've been at because usually it's one of the few ambers that they'll have, and I really enjoy a good amber. 
and have never been disappointed by it and found a six pack at the grocery store and uh i'm enjoying it right now so so yeah if you get a chance apparently i went full houston today so good for me uh so if we if y'all come in town maybe we'll uh we'll go there maybe rather than going to dallas like we did last time we come down to houston you know for next year's annual board meeting peter you're invited too. oh skipping out on a board meeting thanks a lot guys bunch of jerks that's you know, it's your, funny. Funny enough, it's probably the same drive for Peter and I to drive to each one, each each other cities. It is for you guys to drive to. Uh, from that's, Dallas that's and Houston. Pretty true. I think it's actually true. Yeah. And how many states do y'all cross? Oh, just, just two. two. Huh? Yeah. 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 Okay, I was gonna say, y'all, you get up into the northeast, and just they all cram together. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, sure. But anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Up. So yeah, I guess that's pretty much all we got for watching and drinking. So uh, Peter. How about we get right into some news before we uh, exceed our hour on this one? Yeah, let's uh, let's do it. So <clears throat> there's a ton of trailers that came out and mostly all aligned with the Super Bowl. So nothing too surprising, but just wanted to touch on a few of them and get everybody's thoughts. So uh, Deadpool 2, they added another trailer. I think there was a teaser trailer that came out. I think it was a month or two ago. So that they've got one more on the on the books now. Uh, the solo um, uh, solo aha. Uh-huh, what was it? Solo a Star Wars story, right? I think yep, that's the yep, name of it. Yep. So that, were, that you, came, were you about to say solo a Han Solo story? I, I almost did. And that <laughs> that would have been. That I would be about call it that. That would be about the same quality that, of title as solo a, a Star Wars story. So either that way. actually would have been a better title. I think. <laughs> so I'm gonna go back and I'm. You guys I'm are hating on this big time. I'm I'm a little upset they went with Solo for this, and they had to add a, a, a Star Wars movie associated to it because Solo was a phenomenal flick back in. Oh God, hang on, let me let me see if I can find this movie because it was, and I'm trying to think of the actor that was in it. It was a terrible movie that was awesome, and a terrible movie I've, that was awesome. Yes, I forgot what the hell is. Ah, damn it, I, I don't I'll look this, it up. But, I'll say I don't think this movie exists, Dave. But but as you look that up, let me. I'll uh, go through the rest. So so Venom came out with uh, its first trailer, Mission Impossible Six. You know where Tom Cruise continues to kill himself is. Uh, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> On that subject, did the, we talk? The, I can't remember. Did we talk about his ankle breaking? Well, the amount movies? of times that he's hurt, they've had to stop production both for <laughs> this one, this movie, and the last uh, Mission Impossible. It has to be getting to be ridiculous for them to for studios I, to allow him. To do all just to insure him on the movie, I'm sure is yeah. a, like a huge thing for them. So yeah, yeah, we, we should definitely talk briefly on him but, destroying but himself for if, that. If if you get a chance, check out the clip on the Graham Norton show, the the British show. Oh yeah, I've um, seen it's that. A, it's a it's a whole good fun. Uh, it, it's got him, Rebecca Ferguson, and Sam, Simon Pegg, and they're all kind of just chatting up on the the kind of a whole. And they show they show the slow motion slow down, so it's a little gruesome, uh, painful to watch, kind of like watching a. Uh, anything you'd see online of a sport clip injury, but uh, it's pretty cool. It's entertaining. It's a great, talking about it as well. Great show, by the way, if you guys ever get a chance to watch it, uh, Graham Norton show, he does a good job with like, they bring on multiple go- like hosts and they basically drink and talk about stuff that's going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sounds like, like our kind of show. Yeah, exactly. So it's definitely worth a, a watch. It's uh BBC America has it on there. So nice. real quick tie back. The solo movie was a 1996 <laughs> film by Mario Van Peebles. Y'all remember him by any chance? I forgot that name existed, but I do. I, no. I, it is well. But he is an android that is sent to go fight uh, somewhere in Latin America, and he ends up turning on his, <laughs> uh, his uh, I guess, the military and killing them. It is an awesome movie. It is so bad, it's awesome. Like a stupid <laughs> action movie. I actually remember the trailer so, for that movie. 
But it I don't. Was, I never saw. Oh, it. go go watch it if you get a chance. It is so bad. Me and my dad loved that movie because it was just pointless, pointless action and that, pointless. That killing. sounds like a father son movie right there. Uh, yeah, just like well, I mean, this also comes from our our other favorite movies are um, that we watch together. Will be super, not Super Troopers, uh, Starship Troopers, and uh, oh, all Starship the Troopers, classic. All of the Expendable movies. Oh, go. I have one hundred percent seen Solo. I yeah, me and my just like you and me and my godfather went and saw that and we had a great time. Yeah, it is. It I is did, just a great, terrible. Movie. As soon as you started describing it, I had to Google it real quick to get the movie poster. Yeah. Oh man, I. <laughs> it is a three nine on IMDb. Um, my goodness, but I I loved it as a kid. I know. I, didn't, I know, mean, I didn't. I, I, I didn't, disagree with all critics. Yeah, I general. didn't know any better, and I didn't need to know any better. I nope. appreciate it and had a good time. Indeed. So yeah. So sorry. Back to it. My bad. <laughs> no, all all good. What were you, what were you even talking about? Let's just go watch uh, Solo. <laughs> yeah, I think we just I think cut, we can I cut think it right when here. Solo I comes think... out, we should watch. Uh... Both of them be like a comparison of the two. Yeah, compare and contrast. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I feel like uh, the the ninety six one might be better, but uh, no. No, shut up. You guys are so y- y'all are fucking killing me on this. I feel like I'm the only advocate for this movie. I'll, I'll let you be the only advocate and I'll finish. So uh, the last thing was uh, Westworld season two. They finally came out with uh, the trailer for the next season, which baby. I know they came out with some stuff at Comic-Con, but this is uh, the the first trailer. So so with all of those April, being said, April. oh, we didn't even talk about they released the Avengers Infinity War trailer, too. Oh, and th- that's, yeah. that's right. That's right. So that that's was also a, the, the huge second trailer, that, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tra- trailer two, right? Yeah. No, that's, that's right. the yeah. well, they had a teaser that came out, I think. Um, but that's oh, I the guess, first trailer. Did they call the first one a teaser? See, here's yeah. the problem, right? Because it was like two minutes long. So I was going to say, you can't no, yeah, the, the first one that came out was one that was released at Comic-Con that was just out there as like a bootleg copy. They never f- officially released a, Well, yeah, a that, that one doesn't oh, count. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, no, but, but I mean, the f- they, they, had it on, they had it posted everywhere as a full quality version. No, no, so no. It was the one you're, trailer? The one you're I mean, thinking of is... Yeah, you're thinking of the teaser. The teaser there was yeah. a Comic-Con one that you can find somebody recorded It was very similar to the yeah, one yeah, they just yeah, released. Yeah. yeah. But... All right. Well, but anyway, I, so bef- all that being go, said... Donald Glover you know, isn't wearing a fur coat in the solo trailer. Okay, continue. <laughs> that was pretty... <laughs> all that being said... Pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> Sean. 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 Hey, Sean. Sean. Hey, Peter, we can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that you said go ahead and then you kept talking. Um, so all that solo, be- I do want to. Sean, <laughs> I just want to say, I hope you're right. I hope it doesn't suck. But the cat, like, I'm just a big. I think uh, Donald Glover is fucking awesome. So like, I'm, I'm hoping he. Well, that's a great. Like, he does well. Ho- and no one. I, I don't but, hate. I mean, that's Ron that's Howard isn't what terrible. We said about downsizing. I mean, we literally just had a movie where we had a bunch of actors and actresses that we were like yeah. excited to see, and it and it was terrible. was terrible. Yeah. And that's what the fear is, is that we have a lot of crap coming out that it's just like, eh. it, If it wasn't them trying to recreate Harrison Ford using Alden Ehrenreich, then I would say I might have a little more faith. But that's my biggest hangup. Who, who knows? I, I hope it will be good. I mean, the, Yeah, I, I want everything to be good. Yeah. Um, I mean, seven foot Wookiee. Hello. Awesome. Yeah. I, so, I didn't actually. Did you guys watch the actual trailer, though? Because the, the Super Bowl spot was a teaser. And then the yeah, next yeah I watched the actual trailer. Okay. Well, that's got, that's yeah, the one so that I'm more excited about. The teaser I wasn't as good. The teaser. I the, missed the teaser. The and, teaser. And I thought. I mean, visually and aesthetically, it looked cool. So I mean, as long as the dialogue isn't terrible, I'm sure it'll be entertaining. I just I'm a little worried about the acting from him, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, the, and how little he was filmed in the trailer, kind of, kind of. Yeah. Well, that was him. Wasn't it him talking fear? most of the time? 
because he was answering the questions. Oh, okay. Well, he can talk. Good job. But I'm just um, saying. I'm just saying. The, the <laughs> double, the double sided, the double sided train was was probably my favorite thing from the trailer from a visual perspective. I thought that looked pretty awesome. I'm just happy to see the Millennium Falcon flying. So, I still get I still get goosebumps. So, but it's like the spruced up Falcon, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I saw that. Which the, the, the clean, yeah, the actual I think younger seen, version. I've seen, I've seen jokes online of like showing the 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 interior hallways um, from the trailer versus the kind of the I guess what the probably probably the Force Awakens or maybe even yeah, the New Force Hope. Awakens. They use white and light versus like, yellow, but it was it was more of a kind of like. A non-smoker's lungs versus smoker's <laughs> lungs. So, no, that's how well, you think Han turns so old in the in these things. But, but then they also he's just like, smoking him cigs, man. No, they also like, well, well, why doesn't Han treat his ship a little? You know, get get somebody to come in and clean his ship. Because he's a that's he's a fair. scoundrel. Because they're bone uh, smuggling. Yeah, Did you say bone smuggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a joke from a mo- I forgot what movie that is. He's like bone smuggling, baby. Uh, but anyway, I have to think about what comments. Is that, sounds is sounds that like a line sexual used in any cheap porno ever. It, yeah, it, is that a it, sexual innuendo? I think it might be from Zach and Mary make a porno. I was just going to uh, say that was the first thing. <laughs> all right, that, that makes more mind. sense. <laughs> that, all that uh, makes me think of is uh, bon- Boner Garage from Where the Millers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so, so any, anyway, all that being said, any of these that you guys caught that really made you excited for them? I mean, I think, Sean, you're, you're excited for Solo. I think uh, I'm just more excited else? than you guys are. Like, yeah. <laughs> Deadpool two was probably my my most excited, just because of what the potential is going to have in that one. And well, as long as it does not, you know, it has the same appeal as Deadpool did. And and now, Peter, did you watch it? Because I think my favorite thing about the trailer is you could watch the first minute and not worry about spoilers because you're just yeah. having a good time. I and I haven't cut and it I, off. I heard the same thing that it's just him kind of bantering that has nothing well, to do with then the movie. Peter, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I don't well, know. Why do I have to you, shut if up? You, if, you, if you've heard that, why have you not watched the first minute? Well, I'm going to kill you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I have no answer for your question. Damn it. I, I, I'll tell you the one that made me the least excited out of all these is Venom. I thought Venom trailer did nothing for me. I. Uh, I was hoping, shockingly I, sh- agree. Yeah. I was with the same with you. I was hoping <laughs> at the very end, same page, they Matt, would, first time. <laughs> I would actually say I was, I was hoping at the very end they would have just shown like a, a quick little blurb of what Venom was going to look like. That's all. That's all I waited for in the entire thing. Just a, a screenshot of Venom, real quick. The, and the I think they could, and I would have been, yeah. I would have been like, this, this is great. This is going to be awesome. It all, it almost made me wish for Topher Grace, but I think the weirdest thing about <laughs> it was. Um, it didn't. But the weirdest thing about it was like the actual um, like movie poster and kind of the, the transition from the you know dates to the logo and things like that were the most interesting aspects of the trailer. <laughs> yeah, and it was very strange. Okay, Sean, you, you, I think you might. No, like I, you was, might I saw the same thing, but I was I was laughing because the movie does like the that's usually a sign of a bad trailer. It means it's a bad movie. Yeah, I remember that I always the whole uh, I joke about Entourage in the show. Uh, whenever he filmed that movie Medellin when he was supposed to be Pablo Escobar. And they said that they gave a shit trailer because they had a shit movie. And that's so true. It's like whenever you see a shit, tra- shit, shit trailer, it usually means the movie just is fucking terrible. So, and then the fact and, that and I'm, I'm worried about that. Cause yeah. I, I don't, I can't think of a Tom Hardy movie where I didn't have a well, good time and I don't want to, so, I don't want to experience it. And the so accent hope, thing. So let me ask this question. Do we know, I know it's a Sony produced movie, but did they pull in the Marvel people? Because I was hearing that Tom, I was hearing well, Marvel that Tom was Holland was supposed to be in there. Yeah, yeah. Mar- I, Mar- I, thought Studios, confirmed, I thought they confirmed it. They flashed no. Marvel Studios on the 
on the trailer. So like I it's think it. that's a I think that's a contractual. They thing. have they to. Okay. Yeah, they I didn't even know did they... that in the if, yeah it's... yeah even even in the um you know ninety nineteen ninety nine or two thousand star Spider Man they they have yeah because it, it maybe not it's a Spider-Man. Marvel maybe not it's a Marvel property Marvel, so yeah. they have to show it but yeah I I have a feeling the whole Tom Harding thing they have not confirmed it I have a feeling that's probably not going to happen because it makes no sense if he showed up it would totally screw up Marvel's universe because well, yeah. but here's the thing though but doesn't Sony own the rights to Spider-Man anyway, so they can do it if they want to. Uh, no, because uh, they you can also dance out. if you want to. You can leave your friends. If friends if don't Sony, dance, if they don't dance, I, I would. I would say that Marvel basically yeah. throws it. Oh, well, I got a feeling that basically Marvel says like, uh, "Not happening. You're not screwing with our our timeline because we won't give you the resources to make this an actual good movie." Well, because Tom Hardy signed on with, so they don't have to show Tom Hardy. They could show Spider-Man. Tom Holland, you mean? Tom or Tom, Tom Holland? Yeah, Tom yeah. Holland. Yeah, they have. They're there's nothing show that Tom Hardy. Yeah, I would. I would think so. I, it would make more sense if they showed because there's Miles Morales, the the African American version of Spider-Man that, uh-huh. that they came out with a few years ago. It would make more sense if they used a different version rather than try to pull in Tom Holland because at least it wouldn't be super confusing. But who knows? Fair enough. Well, the problem is, is that they allude to that Spider-Man as well in the Marvel Universe because uh, what's his face is uh, huh? Oh, Don- Donald Glover. Donald Glover's yeah. nephew, nephew is nephew. the yeah. His nephew is supposed to be the um, the the Spider-Man you just mentioned. I don't remember what his name was offhand. Miles Morales. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that, that's an Easter egg. So I, yeah, I, well, I know what you mean the, though. Yeah, yeah. So oh well. But I know I'm probably, of all of them, the most one I'm most excited about that's coming up of recent is probably Westworld 2, because I want to see where they go with this. So, that's really my my biggest thing. I'm excited to actually release the date, so we got April, so it's coming up. Toot toot! Wait, April of this year? I thought it was like next year. I thought it was April of this year. I I think it's 2018, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, April. That, that's awesome. That's yeah. So that'd soon. be that'd be terrible for HBO if they had no Game of Thrones <laughs> and no Westworld. That's what I. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Or I at least hey, thought it was like the like the give fall me a second, for Westworld. Give me a second. Okay. Let me let me verify. Yep, April twenty no. second. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, oh, April twenty second. Well, I'm gonna because I was watching Crashing because Sean was over now all, the entire time. All I was thinking is, I'm glad that I can watch Crashing. I'm gonna finish it, but I also feel like I should cancel my HBO subscription yeah. until <laughs> no, Westworld or Game of Thrones starts. But I guess I'll just let it ride. They can you can't cancel it, Matt, because right after. Right after you finish World and Crashing, then it's going to be time for Silicon Valley. So they always get you. You guys, you guys keep naming shows I just give zero shits about. You've yeah. never watched Silicon Valley? <laughs> I thought you liked Silicon I, Valley. I, no, I watched the first season out of, out of peer pressure. And, it uh, still it amazes fine. me you don't you it's didn't fine, tack onto it. it. Yeah. I think I'm the just, hype. I think the hype is too high. Maybe, right, I'll, maybe I'll go back and revisit. Uh, go, go back and revisit uh, a True. true uh, no. True, true crime, because that's true detective. True detective. Just strike one. Just season one. Yeah. True don't love. Even, true detective. True crime. Yeah. Don't okay, watch. Don't watch season two. I think you were talking about watching season two first and then watching season. No. So I've had friends. Don't t- do that. Tell me Actually, to do that. Just because. Don't do even that. if it's bad. Even if it's bad, season one will still be good. But if season one, if I enjoy season one, there's no way it's season gonna screw two up. can. That's actually. Good. But and the, they're not tied together, so you could potentially do it. And, exactly. Yeah. So, or but, just don't watch season two. I was just going to say, that's just subjecting yourself to bad television yeah, to start. But it, it it's might not, not terrible that, television. You know? It, it might, just, be not that, might not be that bad if you watch it without the preconceived. Right. There, there's I your book like report, Matt. Matt. Please do that. Matt, you go do that and you tell us what you think. And then, I got a bad uh, feeling he's not going to watch he's gonna hey, watch David, season two first and then not watch season one. Hey, guys, stop trying to poison Matt. Let him do what he wants to do. We're trying to help him. Thanks, Sean. I'm, I'm See, if I was if I was a nice person like Matt was not, I would have 
told somebody not to watch Downsizing. Instead, Matt tried to trick us all. We all watched it. It was terrible. Well, we all knew it was we did, we did <laughs> no, trick that, y'all that into is, watching Suburbicon. We did trick y'all into Suburbicon. I tricked you into Suburbicon. Downsizing <laughs> was part of my, my worst list for the year yeah, in terms but, of a notation for Matt Damon. I'm I'm gonna find the episode last year when you you briefly touched on you watching downsizing for about ten seconds and you went oh yeah I saw it it was okay and then you stopped instead of telling the truth which was it was a terrible movie so I'll admit I think the movie was trying to be deeper than it, it than it was worth and I was too afraid to acknowledge how shitty of a film it was <laughs> because maybe you know maybe. It was a shitty film, which it 100% was, but I was probably nervous because it was trying to be deep. That's, and people that's were fair. Gonna, people that's were you were afraid people me. were going to judge you? Exactly. Who cares? Judgment. Oh, dude. That's that's like all I, that's all that drives me, man. Hey, you know what? Go back and watch Terminator 2 because this is not Judgment Day. Oh, that's... I thought it was funny. Apparently it didn't hit. Anyway, let's keep going. No, it's a good movie, though. That's just a good recommendation. It wasn't funny, but it's a good recommendation. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen it in a while, you should go back and watch Terminator 2 Judgment it's Day. It's fantastic. Not, it, the, uh, not the director's cut or the extended cut, because the weird ending at the end of that is definitely skip that. I don't know that I've actually seen that. I don't know if I've ever seen that. So seen that. Yeah. Watch that. I, I mistakenly, you know, I was like, oh, I, I think it was probably around the time when I, it might have been the thing that caused me to learn that director's cuts and extended cuts aren't inherently better good yeah um except for uh, batman yeah. versus superman oh no they are ones there are ones that are better i'm but just saying not i thought if, yeah. yeah when i was younger i 100 percent thought that meant it had to be better because why else would they do it why would they release something that was worse after the fact um <laughs> now we know i've never i've never claimed to not be naive i'm pretty naive and and uh, and whatnot so yeah don't do it so yeah, the last two things to touch on real quick. So Jumanji 2 is, I believe it's now greenlit and they've got, uh, they have the writers back, they have the director back and they've signed all the main stars to return. So um, I still have not seen this and I'm really looking forward to to catching it as soon as I can. But um, just kind of curious on what you guys think. I mean, at the end of the day, it's interesting because we're bringing back the video game characters. So does that mean they're going to be back in the video game or is it going to be like the original Jumanji where maybe they come back into the real world? Kind of like, uh, what was that? Last action hero. Similar. similar oh, that, that's a great concept. If they did. The, the only thing that's interesting about this is the fact that you watch downsizing and not Jumanji too. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. And not, and not Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. That, that's fair. That's Wait, fair. Have you Peter, Peter, I thought we all were in agreement that this movie was good. You I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it. it. I okay, seen. yeah, that's. Well, you that's, know what? I hope you hate it. Poor on your part. Since you put it off, yeah, I agree with Why, Sean. I don't. I don't get. You watched a lot of crap this weekend, this past <laughs> week, and you still haven't hey. seen this film. Hey, side, side know, note, I feel, Ke- Kevin I feel Hart. like you're not listening to what we tell you. <laughs> we are a recommendation <laughs> hey. podcast, and hey. you are not listening to our recommendation. Hey, I saw Phantom Thread. All right, that was uh that was a decent movie. You guys, yeah, so did a lot of other it. people in the Academy, and you know what? They it's won it, it might win an Academy Award. But you know what isn't winning an Academy Award? That was a phenomenal flick. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I, I mean, it, it was it was just a good, it was, I don't know. It was just one of those things that was like, it was a very solid movie for what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, my, my expectations were low and they it, it, it well exceeded my expectations. The only concern I have for the sequel is my expectations are no longer low. So Very true, very true. We'll, we'll have to see. But I mean, 21 Jump Street repeated with 22 Jump Street and then called it. So maybe maybe The Rock will will do the same with with yeah. this series. So one, one can hope. One can hope. Um, so last thing is uh, Star Wars news. So the creators of Game of Thrones have now gotten themselves a new 
I don't know that they called it a trilogy. I think they called it a series, but they're they're going to do a series of uh, Star Wars movies. So who is excited? Who's worried? Who's whatever? Sean, you haven't seen Game of Thrones, so you're immediately cut out of this conversation. No, no, I, I'll just go. say one thing real fast before, since I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I actually like a different approach, getting out of the Skywalker um, umbrella. So then you don't have any uh, expectations. But you that, guys can I mean, cause I'm, guys, That's fair. Yeah. These guys have done well in fantasy. And it's kind of sci-fi fantasy, sort of, if you if you will, with what they're doing with Game of Thrones. So uh, they've satisfied some of my fantasies. I'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> they've they've, <laughs> they've created new fantasies for a lot of us. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so I mean, You're who's going to be upset with perf. a with a little with a little sexy time in in the Star Wars universe? I mean, we know there's probably a shitload of fan fictions written about this. So maybe maybe. Uh, so you're saying uh, there's going to be Star leave, leave it to Wars Dave to be the perv basically. of the podcast. Are you kidding? I'm not the perv of the podcast. These are what these two guys do. <laughs> you, you know Did what? Did you not I like, see any I, of- I like perv of the podcast. The alliteration there is fantastic. <laughs> it's a beautiful phrase, and I think it should be used more. Is that a new perv. podcast we're going to start now? Perv of the podcast? Perv of the podcast. It just, yeah, just only we're have a, Dave. We'll have a weekly segment called perv of the <laughs> weekly podcast. Weekly segment, perv of the podcast. I like Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Dave, congratulations. You got your own uh, solo segment every week. All right, fine. Um, no, but I'll just, I guess- I'll just go watch Game of Thrones- by myself. I guess the only question I have is that there's a lot of people that have had issues since Game of Thrones uh, separated from the books because now we're in territory where it's no longer uh, J- uh, R- uh, George R. R. Martin's. It, it's really all written by the Game of Thrones showrunners and, and kind of the writers behind the scenes. And a lot of people don't like that. So I'm curious if, you know, that's going to be indicative for Star Wars that they're not they're great when they have a lot of good source material but if they're doing something wholly original is it going to suffer so i don't know that's my yeah. only that's no, only that was, yeah no that was gonna be my my main point was they did a great job when they had existing content to go through i think they've ridden the ship a bit in season seven for game of thrones yeah. uh, but there were a couple seasons where they were definitely having they were, they were struggling w- without a doubt and i know i'm not necessarily uh supported by everybody in this but um, I certainly felt it when I was watching it and kind of found myself disinterested. So I'm really hoping that either they have a strong, uh, you know, maybe they're the, they're the screenplay writers. They finalize the screenplays, but maybe there's a story, uh, a person that's kind of giving them the stories to base it off of to, to kind of fill that that piece for the series that they're going to be writing or, or, or directing or producing or whatever. I'm not. What's the role they're doing? Developing. I don't know which, what yeah. their actual title is. Yeah, they be, haven't so. actually said if they're going to direct everything or just uh, – be the yeah. showrunners essentially for it, which would be interesting. Um, so, I, so the thing about they're, this, they're though, capable. They're, I just yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But they have so much to pull from. So, so so my you have existed. You have any, you have the extended universe. So they have a lot that they can do, pull from. Do they? I thought they, I thought Disney dropped a lot of it. Disney uh, did, but from a there's still from a, a bunch story perspective. But from a story perspective, they can pull from ideas from those things. And from what they done with Game of Thrones and pulled from the Song of fire and ice i mean a lot of the stuff that they did they tied it or ice and fire song of ice and fire i can ne- i always flip them i never remember it but anyway but like the way i mean they've taken a lot of this material and actually made it i mean like the first season is probably the best they had to sort they had a book right and they turned it into a eight to what was it eight to ten episode uh season and it was phenomenal it was, and it was almost word for word but then as they started getting to like the later seasons where they had to kind of mix like the second and third book and stuff like that and kind of wipe out characters and combine them into different things i thought they did that fairly well in most of in most of the cases so i'm not too concerned if they were developing a brand new series based on something that never existed before i would be a little concerned i would agree with you 
but the fact that they still have all this source material that is unused by Disney because they consider that the the uh, extended universe no longer exists, they can still kind of play with it. So they still have options. He, here's my vote for what it's worth, and other people have said this before too, but use Knights of the Old Republic, go back and tell that story because that's more similar to kind of Game of Thrones-esque. You talk about knights and it's it's basically space, you know, uh, what is it? Space medieval times, right? So, so, so out of curiosity, I think, great, I think that's a great idea. Out of curiosity, know, is, 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 the the Re- again. is the Republic there in, involved in this at all? Yeah, that's the, because uh, it's the same government. That's the Republic the that prequels. they refer to in yeah. Yeah. the Old Republic. Yeah. Eh. Fair enough. But it's the Old Republic. I don't know what the difference between the two were. Is it the one that it, was prior to the, the one that we saw in the prequels? Yeah, Knights of the Republic is like thousands of years before, and yeah. I think it's either thousands or hundreds of years. It's it's essentially okay. it's like early day Jedi. Yeah, and it, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it could be completely different. You could name them knights as opposed to Jedi, and it could be a different story. It doesn't connect in any way to Star or uh, to Skywalker stuff, and it's okay. great. I mean, the games were great. So, but and, that, and now that you mention it, Peter, I'm excited. So, if they do anything other than Knights of the Old Republic, I'm disappointed. Uh, I would I would get ready to be it's disappointed. Disney, so yeah, won't, just be but. disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'll 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 cross my fingers with you, Matt. Um, no, that, that, I think that's all we got for news. So, alrighty. Um, so yeah, I think that's what we're gonna have for uh, this week's uh, potables. So uh, I think uh, if you're looking for the uh, our little our review of the Cloverfield paradox, uh, tune into the next episode. But as always, you want to follow us on on the uh, social medias. It's at Potent Pictures, uh, and you can email us at potentpicturespodcast at gmail.com and check out our website, potentpictures.wordpress.com. Uh, so join us for next uh, next episode, Cloverfield Paradox. Thanks, everybody. Mm-hmm.